0: Welcome to the Inspire Podcast. I am your host, Douglas Boyd, and we want to encourage you to keep reaching higher and go further in your walk with Jesus Christ, and above all, to never, ever give up, but to keep moving forward in Christ. right thank you so much for joining us today on the inspire podcast i am your host douglas boyd are you feeling blessed today well guess what whether you feel blessed or not you are blessed why do we do this why do we do the inspire podcast we do this to inspire you to encourage you to lift you up To help you keep moving forward in Jesus Christ. That's why we do this. It's about helping you with your walk with Christ. So, if this podcast is a blessing to you, we want you to subscribe to it, become a part of our podcast family, and then take it a step further. Invite your family, invite your friends, and let it be a blessing to them also. This is an outreach of Crossway Family Church in Bowie, Texas. Please go to our Facebook page, Crossway Family Church. And we're on Facebook. And we also have a page called Inspire where we post all of these Bible lessons. This whole entire podcast, it's about getting into the Word. It's about about growing in the Word of God. How many out there you want to grow in the Word of God? We always do this on, on this podcast. Put your hand on your chest and say, I am blessed. Now say. Lord, help me to grow in your word. That's what we want. We want you to grow in the word of God. Now, we started a series. I'm very excited about this. Let's jump off into it today. Why don't we? We have started a series um, that comes from a book that I wrote a couple of years back. Now, the sad part, sad part for me anyway, the sad part is that You can't get this book anymore. It used to be on Amazon. It used to be on um, Barnes & Noble. But the company that I went through went belly up and they closed and the book is no longer available. So I am looking at getting it done somewhere else and I want to change a few things about the book. Maybe add to it. I want to change the cover, some different things. But the book is called Don't Rock the Boat. I am trying to get out. And the book is about, as a Christian, leaving your place of comfort, getting out of your comfort zone and letting the Lord Jesus Christ use you to change this world. Why? Because we believe that you are God's hands on this earth. Not that you are God. Of course you're not. But you are his hands. You are his hands to reach out to the hurting to reach out to the downtrodden, to reach out to those that are oppressed, to those that, that just don't feel like they can make it. You are God's hands. And so that's why, what this book is about. And we talked the other day and uh, about Peter when Jesus came walking to them on the storm. And he's walking on the water, and Peter says, Lord, if it's you, let me come to you on the water. Jesus said, come. And Peter did what no other man has ever done. He walked on the water. Look it up. He did it. He walked on the water. The other disciples were in the boat in fear and in trembling. But what would have happened if Peter would have never looked down and saw the storm? What if he would have never looked down and he would have kept walking with Jesus? Maybe the other disciples would also get brave and they would get out of that boat the boat represents our fears the boat represents our complacency the boat represents our place of comfort that we need desperately to get out of where jesus is on the water it's the storms are there the lightning is flashing the winds are howling the rain is falling down but that's where the miracles happen that is where the miraculous happens and we said it uh the other day on the uh first uh episode or first lesson in this we mentioned how for the miraculous to happen you must leave your place of comfort and we're going to talk about leaving that place of comfort again today let's go ahead and pray Father, I give you praise, and I ask you to challenge every single person listening. Give us ears to hear and a heart to receive your word. Challenge us, Lord, today to leave our place of comfort. In Jesus' name, amen. Complacency is a scary place, folks. It's not a good place to be. It's not a place that I want to be, and it's not a place where you want to be. The safe place is not where God wants you. Now we talked the other day about how Peter got out of the boat which represented his comfort zone his place of complacency and the other disciples were afraid to get out. Well today we continue in that thought line and today I want to talk to you about Moses going to where God is Moses going to where God is folks listen man don't be satisfied with the ordinary go to where God is did you hear me don't be satisfied with the ordinary go to where God is now so far we've looked at the Apostle Peter stepping out to where God was now let's look at some other examples by the Bible says in Hebrews 11 24 through 27 by faith Moses when he became of age refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter choosing rather to suffer affliction with the people of God than to enjoy the passing pleasures of sin esteeming the reproach of Christ greater riches than the treasures of Egypt for he looked to the reward by faith He forsook Egypt you want to talk about getting out of your comfort zone this man could have been a prince in Egypt he could have been maybe the next Pharaoh of Egypt but it says that he forsook the treasures of Egypt for he looked for the reward by faith he forsook Egypt not fearing the wrath of the king for he endured as seeing him talking about Jesus the Lord seeing him who is invisible In those short verses, we get an incredible look at a man of integrity. A man who wasn't afraid to take a stand. Moses didn't worry about fitting in. Moses certainly could have had an easy and cushioned life. A life of spoiled royalty and riches but rather the Bible says he chose to serve God we all know his story it's been repeated many times as an adult he saw one of his Hebrew brethren being abused probably being beaten and he killed the Egyptian and because of it he had to flee to Egypt Moses then ended up on the backside of a desert for 40 long years now um. This this may not seem like that big of a deal, but folks, this man had it made. He had it made, and he forsook it all in a pursuit of something greater. Exodus chapter 3, verses 1 through 4 says, Now Moses kept the flock of Jethro, his father-in-law, the priest of Midian. He led the flock to the back of the desert. Notice that, the back of the desert. And he came to Horeb, the mountain of God. And the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a flame of fire from the midst of the bush. So he looked, and behold, the bush was not consumed. Then Moses said, I will now turn aside and see this great sight. Why the bush does not burn. So when the Lord saw that he turned aside to look, God called him from the midst of the bush and said, Moses, Moses. And he said, Here I am, or here am I. I wonder if it sounded like the Charlton Heston movie. Probably not, but remember that? Moses. Moses. That's how they had it in the Charlton Heston movie. I really don't think God sounds that way. Do you? Seems kind of silly to me. But what is it that got the attention of the Lord? Was it how well Moses was dressed? Was it how articulate or educated Moses was? Actually, the Bible says Moses had a speech impediment and he was wearing the garments of a shepherd, so he wasn't dressed up. Was it because God looked at Moses and said, Wow, this is the most outstanding man I have ever seen? Look at his muscles. Listen to his incredible voice. He sounds magnificent. No, no, nope, my friends. On the contrary, Moses had killed a man, he committed murder moses had to flee his old life moses had some some sort of a speech problem we don't know what it was but he did say that he had one and as moses stood before this burning bush hearing the voice of yahweh courage and strength were probably the last things that moses possessed now before we go on you know look again at where moses is he is on the backside of a desert think about that this was hardly hardly the place where you expect a revival to break out hardly the place where thousands of people are going to gather to hear the latest great speaker or preacher not the place where you expect to see signs wonders and miracles break out and yet this is the place where Moses meets the god of the universe yahweh this is the place Where Moses would be changed forever by the Spirit of the Living God when you look at the life of Elijah the prophet it's a similar story Elijah was on the run his life was threatened as a matter of fact the Bible even states that he was full of fear full of anxiety he wanted to die then God came to him not in a fire not in an earthquake or some other great mighty way but in a still Small voice. In order to hear the voice of God, Moses and Elijah had to be alone. They had to be alone. They had to be in a lonely wilderness place and be quiet. And then they heard God. Here is the key. Now, this is something that we all need to understand and learn. And it's a tough lesson, man. I'm telling you, it is a tough lesson lesson. We have to be willing to arrive at a place in life where we can be still and hear the voice of God. Now listen, Egypt is a type and a shadow of the bondage of sin. That's what it represents. That's what it's symbolic of. And when we've been in Egypt for 40 years, it's hard for us to be still and to listen. You're not always going to get your answers in a big revival or a minister's retreat. Don't get me wrong, there's nothing wrong with those things, but we need those things sometimes in a great way. But the truth is that sometimes we really need an answer from God, and that answer does not come until we get alone with God and sometimes my friends you're going to feel like you're on the back side of a desert just like Moses Moses didn't hear God's voice until he was away till he was well away from his previous life his previous battles his previous trials and then this is so unlike our nature today we would prefer to go to a plush minister's retreat at a nice location with all the amenities and all of the things that we could ever want. Breakfast in the morning in the motel. Uh, a nice suite back at the Hotel Egypt with a swimming pool and a jacuzzi and air conditioning. and We'd rather do that than to, pray, to pay the price that it takes to draw near to God god doesn't care about any of those things our flesh wants to be comfortable and then we say okay lord go ahead and speak i'm listening oh wait a minute lord let me answer this call all right lord i'm ready now oh oh, 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 wait, wait wait hold on lord let me get the air conditioner turned on okay i'm ready now lord you lord just go ahead and speak Lord, I'm listen. Oh, wait. Never mind, Lord. I, I've got to get to this minister's meeting. I've got to get this other meeting planned out. Okay, I'll be right back with you, Lord. Oh, uh, okay, Lord, I'm ready now. I'm. Oh, it's really humid. Ho- hold on a minute, Lord. It's really humid. You know, a dip in the pool would really help me relax, man. And then I'll be ready to hear your voice, Lord. Now, the above excuses, you know, they they sound a little bit silly. But how often do we let things that pop up in life rob us from our time with our Heavenly Father? How often do we let life squeeze out our need for fellowship with the Holy Spirit? How often do we allow the rat race of life to get us so busy? So messed up, so confused, so stressed out, so polluted by the world that we forget that the most important thing is our fellowship with God. Here's the thing. Sometimes God will have to put you and a lonely and me in a lonely desert place so we'll be able to hear his voice. Now, listen, it's in those times that we grow the most. Those intimate times where it's just you and the Lord. Those are the times that will touch us, that will mold us into what we need to be, that will refresh us, and that will change our lives. We must always remember that God's ways are not our ways. His thoughts are far above and wiser than our thoughts. Above all, the Lord wants us to be at a place in life where we can hear him. Moses heard him alone in the backside of a desert at the foot of a mountain. David heard him when he was alone watching over the sheep. Elijah heard him while he was hiding in a cave and he heard a still small voice while he was hiding in a cave and on the run. Paul and Silas heard the Lord after being beaten and thrown into prison. The Apostle John heard him while in exile on a lonely rock of an island called Patmos. Peter heard him after a total all-out moral failure, a time when he was ready to give up when he had denied the Lord three times. The woman caught in adultery heard his voice only after she was morally bankrupt and had nothing left but to look to the mercy of God instead of the judgment of man. Joseph heard him after being forsaken by his own brothers after being lied about and thrown into prison. But that's when he heard the voice of God. So what did Moses do that got God's attention? Moses got God's attention when he turned aside to see God. That's when God called to Moses. And Moses said in his heart, if this is God, I want to see him. I personally believe that Moses grew up hearing the stories of God about Abraham, Isaac, Jacob. And I believe that he had heard the miraculous stories of God. And there was that part of him that wanted to personally know God, to see God, to hear God, to fellowship with God. Moses wanted to experience god and who he was to the fullest measure that's why later on moses would tell god lord show me your glory i believe that moses wanted to know like david wanted to know god's heart maybe he had heard the stories of mount horeb the mountain of god could it be that he had heard the stories of god coming down on that mountain and of the mountain being on fire with God's incredible and holy presence. Most of the people in that area were probably afraid of this God who came down in fire. But Moses drew near to where God was. You know, the the mountain of God was probably something the locals were afraid to talk about because of the mystery that surrounded it. But not Moses' If God was indeed there, Moses wanted to find him somehow, some way. This is the difference, brothers and sisters. Listen to me now. This is the difference between people of faith and those who want to simply stay in the boat and have church as usual. You can still do well in life while staying in the boat of complacency. Don't misunderstand me. In your comfort zone, you could still enjoy life and be happy, but you must ask the question. Is this. Ask the question, is this my God called destiny? Ask yourself, is this God's best for my life? That's a big question, isn't it? It's easy to Take something less than God's will but are you going to be happy there you know you drive to church two or three times a week you give in the offering you listen to a sermon and all seems well you have a routine and that is the extent really of your living for God I've been there God in the meantime wants to see you change the world People like Peter and Moses are not satisfied with church as usual. They don't just want to go through the motions. Why be content with just a touch from heaven when God has an ocean of living waters to pour over you? Now, I don't know about you, but I want what Jesus promised in John 10 and 10. I want abundant life. I want what he, pro- what he promised in John chapter 7. I want living waters. I want to walk in the Spirit and be on another level. Let me ask you a question. How hungry are you for more of God? Are you willing to get alone with him and shut off the noise of the world around you? Let's go deeper. Let's go deeper. Are you willing to die daily, which is what Paul talked about? dying daily? Jesus said in Matthew 11 and 12, and from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffers violence, and the violent take it by force. Are you ready to get violent, spiritually speaking? Are you in that place that David was in in Psalm 42 and 1? As the deer pants for the water brooks, so pants my soul for you, O God. Do you hunger and thirst for God like that? Moses was hungry for more of God. So much so that he had the audacity and the boldness to say to God, the king of the universe, show me your glory. So the Lord said to Moses, I will also do the thing that you have spoken, for you have found grace in my sight, and you know me by name. And he said, please show me your glory. Then he said, I will make my goodness pass before you, and I will proclaim the name of the Lord before you. I will be gracious to whom I will be gracious, and I will have compassion on whom I will have compassion. That's Exodus 33:17 17 through 19. It's stated earlier, Moses may have grown up hearing the stories about the Lord and his greatness, and that's a good thing, but it's not enough. Moses had to know and experience God for himself in a personal way, an intimate way. Just like David said, Psalm 34 and 8. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. I'm getting ready to close here, but you know, my grandma and grandma were two of the godliest people I've ever known or seen in my life. After grandma went to be with the Lord, sometimes I'd spend the night with my grandpa and I would hear him travailing in prayer. Deep into the night, calling on the name of the Lord. I'm proud of that. It's an incredible heritage. But listen to me when I say this. My my grandpa's experience with God won't carry me through. I have to have my own desert place experience with God. I I have to have and you have to have our own personal relationship with him. You know, many church movements and many denominations nowadays are allowing the most detestable things to come into the church and even into the pulpit. The church world has forgotten that God's Word says that He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And what was sin then is still sin today. And God has called us, brothers and sisters, to a higher and a greater place than that. You know, many in the church world today are content to speak of the revivals of yesteryear. Oh, that's all well and good. But we need a fresh touch of his spirit today. Get out of the boat. Don't rock the boat. I'm trying to get out. Get out of the boat of complacency. Get out of the boat of your comfort zone. David likened it to the outpouring of the anointing of oil, a type of anointing of the Holy Spirit when he said in Psalm 92 and 10, I shall be anointed with fresh oil. The church, Christians need to have fresh oil. They need to have a fresh outpouring of the Holy Spirit. We need to know that he is the God of what was. That's a great thing, and we need to know that. But now, today, we need to know and experience Him as the God that is and the God that is to come. Don't be satisfied with the status quo. Do you hear me today? Don't be satisfied with the status quo. Be hungry for more of God folks. God has a fresh touch for you today, a fresh outpouring every day is a new day in him. And let me tell you, he's got more than enough oil. He's got more than enough of his spirit to touch you. Your surroundings may not be what you want. Your circumstances may not be the best. Spiritually speaking, it may seem like a desert place, but hold on. Don't get in a rush. This is where you can hear Him. Go to where God is. Get alone with Him and listen. Go to that place and watch God do the impossible in your life. And watch Him do the impossible with those around you when you reach out to them. So, I have a question in closing what's on the other side of your comfort zone are you ready to find out are you ready to really trust God get ready my friends get ready to see the Lord literally do the impossible in your life Man, God is so good, isn't he? God is so good, isn't he? I'm so glad that that uh, you could be with us for this podcast. I believe that we're all going to be getting something out of this. It's exciting, isn't it? It's exciting to grow in the Word and and more than that, to be challenged by the Word the word to get a hold of your heart and say, I want to take you higher. God wants to take you higher, my friend. He's always got another level for you. Father, I just pray right now over everyone that hears this podcast that you will help them to be like Peter, get out of that boat of, of complacency, get out of that boat of a comfort place and to be like Moses get alone where God is and get a hold of the hand of God and be changed by it in Jesus name all right I'm so glad you were here with us man I feel blessed don't you I feel the word just stirring something within my heart I feel like God is challenging some people I know he's challenging me I know that he's challenging me thank you so much for being here with us thank you so much if this is a blessing to you please subscribe to it Subscribe to our podcast, Inspire with Douglas Boyd, and invite your family and your friends to it and be a part of our podcast family. Until next time, may God's greatest and his best be yours in Christ Jesus. God bless you, my friends.